Hope's Harbor, Gritty Bible Devotions by David Bradley. The Christian soul at death. What happens? The key verse is Luke 23, 43. And Jesus said to him, Assuredly, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. Now there is too much speculation concerning life after death to go into all the beliefs. And even in Christian teaching, there may be confusion on the matter. So let's look at one defining verse, our key verse in Luke twenty three forty three, and then we'll examine other verses in the New Testament related to what happens to us when we die. Now, the Bible is clear when we look at what Jesus said to the thief on the cross there beside him, when the man asked Jesus to remember him when he came into his kingdom. I'll read that key verse again. But this time when I do, listen to Jesus' words to this doomed man. Luke 23, 43. And Jesus said to him, Assuredly, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. The devotion focus, do not fear death. Now in the key verse of Luke 23, 43, there is record of Jesus' crucifixion. Beside him on crosses, one to the right and the other to the left, are two other men being put to death with the Son of God. And one of them asked Jesus to remember him, and Jesus answered, Assuredly. By saying this, Jesus lets the man know what he is about to tell him is trustworthy. Then Jesus goes on and said, I say to you. Now this is the King of Heaven speaking now with all authority to make the promise coming next. Today you will be with me in paradise. Today, not purgatory, not soul sleep, not some kind of limbo, but today you will be with me in paradise. We could stop right there and without another word on the subject, answer the question of what happens to us when we die. And if you will take this one verse and study it, read it again and again until your understanding expands, you will see how much theology is contained in this one verse. That thief saw something in Jesus hanging there under the same death sentence as him. And by faith, he expressed hope when he asked Jesus to remember him. When Jesus said, Assuredly, I say, this revealed Jesus' authority over death. And Jesus is the Son of God and cannot lie. So when Jesus promised life after death may be spent with him, it was to give that man hope. And these verses confirm that statement. 2 Corinthians 5.8 We are confident, yes, well pleased rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. Romans 6.8 And now if we died with Christ, we believe we shall also live with him. In Romans 6.9 Knowing that Christ, having been raised from the dead, dies no more, death no longer has dominion over him. Romans 6.10 For the death that he died, he died to sin once for all, but the life he lives, he lives to God. Now, Jesus not only declared assurance of life after death of the body when he promised the man uh, would be with him. Now, this promise goes further by indicating if there is life with Jesus, for why would he make note of that except to say or to imply there is also a life after death without him and life after death without being in the presence of God is called in Scripture the second death. Listen to Revelation chapter 20, verse 6. Blessed and holy 
are those who have part in the first resurrection. Over such, the second death has no power. But they shall be priests of God and of Christ and shall reign with him a thousand years. This second death is described as being cast into the lake of fire for eternity. Revelation 20 verse 10. The devil who deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophet are. And they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. Revelation 20, 15. And anyone not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Revelation 21, 8. But the cowardly, unbelieving, abominable, murderers, sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Now listen, beloved. I only mention these verses describing the terrible ending for those who die without God's forgiveness in order for you to appreciate your new life with Jesus and to keep you thankful for all he did for you and for me on that cross. Now in summary, when scripture is read with the totality of God's word in view as truth and interpreted by allowing scripture to interpret scripture, you will be assured Your soul is eternally safe from the instant you prayed, asking God's forgiveness, the prayer of salvation, and became a child of God. And this is taken from Acts 2.21. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Now fear of losing your salvation is a lie of Satan to steal your peace. Jesus said while praying to God his Father in John 17.12, While I was with them in the world, I kept them in your name. Those whom you gave me, I have kept, and none of them is lost, except the son of perdition, that the scripture might be fulfilled. Now, the son of perdition here is a reference to Judas Iscariot, and you can see that reference in Acts chapter 1, verses 16 through 20. Now, how does this apply to us? Well, in John 17, 20, Jesus also prayed, I do not pray for these alone, but also for those who will believe in me through their word. Now, the action to consider is read through the show notes for this episode, number 50, at hopesharbor.net, and focus on the verses promising immediate life with Jesus in heaven upon our death, and then let Jesus speak to your soul. Next week's devotion is a love story, the book of Ruth. You've been listening to Hope's Harbor, gritty Bible devotions by David Bradley. To get show notes, visit hopesharbor.net.